This is episode 29, where we will be talking about how the couch potato gene impacts motivation and success. Once you open your mind, there's no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to all of our new listeners. I'm pretty sure today's episode probably lies close to many people's hearts. I know I was definitely a couch potato at one point in my life. So, you want to be successful, happy, and financially independent as soon as possible? You think you have the best idea that will help you accomplish this goal fast. Now, fast forward a few months. There's no change in your personal finances and your golden idea doesn't seem to be as golden anymore. You start to doubt yourself and you get more focused on the daily routine of the same job or if not then, the process of finding one. Now lounging around and doing nothing feels good. But when it becomes a regular part of your life, then you start to wonder what's going on. Why am I so lazy? What's wrong with me? Is it just me or are others lazy as well? Are some people lazier than others? You ask yourself all of these questions. I know when I started going through this list, I was like, yeah, I definitely have my moments where I'm super lazy. And is there something wrong? It's even worse when you don't want or don't like to exercise or do any physically demanding activity. There could be even a deeper reason why you are feeling lazy and unmotivated. Well, the answer is that it's not your fault entirely for being lazy and unmotivated. Apparently, there is something called a couch potato gene. And it can be of a major hindrance in your way of achieving success, happiness, and financial independence. Our natural reward system has conditioned us to respond positively to food, sex, rest, and exercise. Yep, even exercise. It happens by activating the dopamine system. If you want more information or details on dopamine and what it does to our brain, please listen to our episode number 12. Dopamine, in essence, tells our brain that food, sex, being lazy, or exercise feels good, and let's repeat this because it feels good. A 2005 study by Dr. Rhodes picked two sets of mice, high runner mice, and a control group that chose not to run. They found that after 10 generations, the high runners would run on the wheels 75% more than the control group. And by 16 generations, high runners were running up to 7 miles as opposed to 4 miles by the control group. It seemed that their motivation for physical activity was genetic 
because the brains of the higher runner mice had a bigger prefrontal cortex, nucleus acubens, and a larger lateral hypothalamus, the key regions for dopamine and motivation, resulting in higher motivation to do the exercise overall. It was also found that when people have a higher dopamine system and higher motivation responsive to exercise, they react a lot like cocaine addicts when deprived of exercise. Therefore, we do indeed have a couch potato gene derived from a genetic mutation directly associated with the activity levels of our ancestors. So that should make you feel better, right? You're just not a couch potato. It came from our ancestors. Another similar study was conducted by scientists from the University of Aberdeen and the Chinese Academy of Sciences, where researchers compared normal mice with those that had the key couch potato gene mutation. They found that the gene produces a protein which plays a vital role in brain's dopamine production, increasing the motivation of a person to work out. The same scientists are working on a drug which was given to the mice with the gene mutation. The drug activated dopamine activation and mice lost weight. The study supervisor, Professor Wei Li, from the Institute of Genetics and Developmental Biology in Beijing, claimed that this drug could help humans as well. The studies regarding the pill were published in the journal PLOS Genetics, raising the prospect that in the future, a personalized pill could reverse the problem. Now, the how-to. Until this magic pill for motivation is created, Fortunately, there are things you can do to quit being a couch potato right at this very moment. Create a five-step plan. To break a bad habit, we need to target it from different sides to get rid of the comfort zone we've created around us. One is self-awareness. This comes from within. Whenever you feel like you're inclining more towards being lazy, take a notebook and write down why that is. Becoming more self-aware of your own feelings is the key. Number two is abilities. It's very important to fill the time you spend lounging around with something you enjoy or is important to you. For example, writing that book you've always wanted to write, kickboxing or photography. It can be anything that is important to you personally. Number three is social associations. We are social beings, and being connected to people helps us feel accountable for our actions. So after you're done picking an activity you want to focus on, pick a person who you'd like to involve or someone who can hold you accountable for it. Me and Sid do this to each other all the time, and it really helps us follow through on our goals. Number four is structural motivation. Don't use lounging around and being lazy as a reward. Instead, pick a different reward that makes you happy and is good for you. I personally love going out to the mountains, so that's a wonderful motivation for me to accomplish what I'm trying to do so that once I finish, my reward is getting to spend a day out in the mountains, go hiking, biking, whatever it might be. But pick something that works for you. Number five is structural abilities. 
If your environment is making it easier for you to lounge around and be lazy, change that. If you would like to go one step further and commit to achieving your goals, then go buy a standing table. It will keep you active throughout the day. And if you don't feel like spending money, then you can just keep your laptop at an adequate height that you can work while standing without spraining your neck. And if you want to take this even further and you are dedicated to succeeding, then buy some resistance bands and take them with you everywhere. Sid does this all the time, whether it be traveling or going to work, he always keeps them in his bag. So whenever he feels low energy, instead of opting for coffee, he gets up and uses the disruptive learning approach to get some blood pumping by using the resistance bands. Even two minutes of resistance band use can increase the hormone called endorphins that are responsible for the feeling of high sense of well-being, euphoria, excitement, and satisfaction. If you don't have the luxury of an office to do this, you can simply either get up and stretch or just go for a walk around the building. Doing this will have similar but milder effect on your motivation. You can also carry resistance bands on your work trips wherever you go. They're nice and compact and can fit easily in a suitcase. Our point is, even if you are an entrepreneur, creative, or professional, that does not mean that your personal well-being has to suffer because success without personal well-being to enjoy its perks is nothing. So remember to focus on yourself. You are important. Thanks for tuning in and stay motivated. Please head over to www.joelsid.com to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. If you like today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.